Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. Black the Intern, Jay Stevens, in the studio this morning. It is the dark side of the stream. Yeah, special and, edition. Spe- well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Joe didn't want to be involved in this one Gosh, because Joe, Joe, I don't think, as ever, I think, I think Joe, Joe took done? one hit and he didn't inhale. Really? I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Joe. Joe does. Joe How doesn't could he drink. He be in radio back in the day he just and loves, not be He just loves drugs. music, dude. I mean, he's just a music guy. But yeah, he didn't. He never touched the stuff. Didn't really drink. Didn't really smoke. He just. Well, today's dark side of the stream is a Netflix show called "Have a Good Trip." Have a good trip. And before we get into this, we got to do the disclaimer, which is we're going to talk about some personal drug experiences, and we are in no way advocating the use of any kind of illicit drugs, whether that be legal or illegal in the state of Missouri, so do not sue us. We're not telling you to go out and get uh, a a sheet of acid and take it all just so you can experience this. This documentary talks about stars and celebrities, their drug experiences. And and in some cases, chefs and and it, Recreated in a really funny way with awesome recreations. The the animation stuff is really cool when they tell the stories. And actually, the Anthony Bourdain story has the two guys from Workaholics in it that recreate. Oh, yeah. They have great actors uh, playing the roles of of these people. Those reenactments were hilarious. Very funny stuff. Do you want to do our stuff first or do you want to do their stuff first? And then we'll get into Maybe let's do a couple of... We'll do some of the documentary and then we'll we'll talk about personal experiences after. I thought was very interesting before one of the things about hallucinogens that I always talk about is that I have always seen the potential of hallucinogens well whether it's it's mushrooms and psilocybin or um, uh, LSD they are they are beneficial. And, Which and, the country's coming around yeah, on that. A lot of states are starting to say it's and, cool. And, 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 and right out of the gate a lot of the artists and, and musicians like Sting for example sells that point because he says that he used it for you know if you have a goal in mind and you use it you're going to get it. And he's like of course I mean there's a story he talks about where he, was, he had just done I think peyote or something like that or mescaline and he was yeah. on his farm and the guy was like hey you got to help me give birth to this this cow is giving yes. birth and so he's like tripping his mind out and had to help his farmhand give birth to this cow and then Anthony Bourdain goes into this whole thing about you know every time you're on something especially if you're in the real world the most crazy experiences will happen and to it's you so true. when you're on that stuff and I have some definite it's, experiences and I can everyone I know has a crazy story like I was tripping, and, and then this, this, ha- happened. this happened, and it's like oh, yeah. that wouldn't—that has yeah. never happened in life, yeah. and all of a sudden this is happening. Now there are there are certain people, especially on the West Coast, that do what is called microdosing, and that is this—the idea that you take a very minuscule amount of this stuff on a regular basis, like you would take an antidepressant or Tylenol or whatever. It doesn't necessarily get you high in the sense where you're like, oh my god, the carpet's changing on me, but it adds a level of of cognitive ability or a mood altering. I think um, guys in the jujitsu world do it. They'll uh, do microdosing and they'll fight. Yeah. yeah. And 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 it's supposed to add an extra level of clarity to what you do. Now, I wouldn't want to do it all the time. Um, I think it's just like my dad always said, you know, if you do something too much, it's eventually going to kill you, whether it's, I mean, if you take a bunch of Tylenol all day, it's yeah. not good for you. Yeah. So it, whether that is, you can case, have a drink of vodka or you can drink, you bot- can drink, drink too much and, and die. You know, yeah. you know, what's going to be the best. There's limits of everything. Um, but yeah, I thought the, they do a good job in, in, in saying right out of the gate, Hey, it's not necessarily for everyone. And you can see that when they go down the list of all the art, the actors and people and comedians and stuff where they're like, I did it. 
10 times. I did it yeah. 500 times. I did it once and I probably shouldn't have done it. Right, right. That's a really good thing to say to uh, someone mindsets, yeah. is, is that you shouldn't go into this lightly. You shouldn't just be, and the thing that blows my mind, especially, with a kid, and I'm not, I'm no saint either, but just some of these people like Sarah Silverman was like, he just gave us this paper and we took it. Like, yeah, you, you yeah, don't know yeah. this guy. You're be, at some be coffee fairly shop. fairly responsible. You're in some coffee shop be in New York. Be fairly responsible. Like, dude, like the, there are certain things in certain people I definitely don't think should ever touch this right. stuff. But I also, I, I don't think that, I think if you choose that road, Use smart judgment, but I also think you should not be straight out the gate. There's no way I'm ever trying it. I I, I think there's a really there happy are medium. Be people in this happy world medium. just like that they won't eat broccoli. They're not yeah, going to do that, medium. and and that's fine. And if that's where they want to stop, that's where they stop. I would never push anyone to try something they didn't want to try. But again. We'll get into our personal stuff, but next on the dark side of the stream, we'll talk about some of the uh, stories from some of these musicians and artists and actors and stuff. We're discussing Have a Good Trip, Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. Dark Side of the Stream, 104.7 The Cave. Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens, today discussing the Netflix documentary Have a Good Trip. I like the way that they categorized it, where it was like... They would tell a story about somebody's drug experience and it would be reenacted with awesome, funny actors. And then at the end, they would say, okay, so here's what we learned from this. One of the ones I thought was great because it's so true. Don't look in the mirror while you're tripping. (laughs) It's kind of like like what we said earlier, like some people shouldn't do it. Um, One thing I always say is like, if you feel like you've got a lot of demons, yes, you should not look in the mirror. Because you're going to see, if you have a very bad self-image, that's gonna definitely That's, come to the forefront, which and, is like a whole another level. Yeah, kind of and of Sting, this. you know, Sting made the point. He goes, "Your morality is right in front of you, and you can't escape it when you're on this stuff. And when you're in the mirror, looking at yourself like that morality, you know, it's kind of like it's kind, you know, it's kind of like having sex on this stuff. Like, so I've, you know, certain people, I, dude, I had talked to one dude. He said one time this chick he was with just started to age right in front of him like to where it was like the Indiana Jones like all of a sudden to like that's skeleton. terrible that's terrifying that's luckily terrifying. for me I've never had we, that experience we might be telling these stories and it will literally make people not want to do and it then, so. and that's kind of that's, <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's <laughs> actually what Sting said at the beginning he's like I don't want this to turn into like a just say no campaign because he's like I think these experiences are valuable yeah. for a growth as a person and all and your in your connection I think it's definitely with the valuable world. for growth and connection I agree with, the world, with 110 sure. now again it's what you want to get in what you put in and what you get out and all that stuff and like the Anthony Bourdain story is like you know, singos, if you want to get something out of it, you can get something out of it. If your goal is just to get messed up, you're going to get messed up. Yeah. And yeah, so his yeah. story was like, they're in what, like high school or something. His buddy takes a driver permit. They have pot, they have hash, they have LSD, they have quaaludes. They find these ex strippers on the road hitchhiking. They take them back to a hotel room. They start doing a bunch of blow. They take acid. They're peeking hard. These strippers are like taking out their outfits. This chick was like, give me some quaaludes. She just collapses straight on the floor and they're like, oh my God, we killed her. And yes. they, I mean, that happens on acid, dude. Woo! Oh, brother. But again, look, look at all the lists of stuff they were on. Like they were, they, their goal yeah, was to get you're, screwed you're, up. You're running a, a Definitely gambit. wouldn't suggest that at all. Hold them anything than saying just eating a few yeah, mushroom, and, mushrooms. And, yeah, or something. And locking yourself in the house yeah. or in your backyard and yeah. just kind of trying yeah, to figure it out. Yeah, tripping out with some candles and some buddies or something. Yeah, you, know, you don't or, just yeah. 
dive into the Mississippi and think you can swim. Yes. You got to train. You got to use responsible choices. Yes. Disclaimer: We're not advocating Dabble. drug use. One thing I wasn't. You know, Carrie Fisher. The, the other thing about this documentary that I loved was that these were some of the last appearances by Anthony Bourdain on film and, and Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Carrie Fisher always got a bad rap for being kind of a cokehead, you know, late 70s, early 80s. Super She's drug definitely drug, yeah. been there. But I had no idea she was super into LSD, too. Yeah. And they go around her house. Did you, that, like, I mean, it was. Like, you know, I can't imagine taking oh, a couple hits acid and going into her house. Great place to hang out. Woo! Yeah, Princess Leia, all day, yeah, dude. I wouldn't, too, yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Like, uh, I, I, I couldn't handle it. To hang out with Carrie Fisher. I don't know what I'd do. Um, but yeah, it, it was it, it's a really cool it's a really cool documentary. Um obviously you probably don't want to let your teenage kids watch it because it does in the sense romanticize some of these experiences. Well, or or have an open conversation. Have open conversation. I mean, it, yeah. Kids are gonna come across it in their teenage years. That's true, and there's no matter nothing what you, can you do. say, you yeah, know. That's true too. So maybe have an open conversation about it. And maybe that's what this is about. It's just trying to open the conversation about it. Um and uh but again, we've already got states in in the greater 48 yeah. that have got mushrooms legal or you can like literally walk into a store yes. buy them and take them home so just like pot was outlawed now pot is basically going to be soon probably federally legal yeah. and mushrooms now mdma they're talking about bringing that back you know which is ecstasy yeah. so there's which, there again, are good parts there, of there, these there things. are benefits yeah. i think to yeah. certain things and again in moderation the, just like life especially with the studies with like um people that are terminal and like, I keep going back to Sting, but the mortality thing is is 100% right on the money. There are studies that show that people that are terminal that take MDMA or uh, psilocybin and they and they they are able to come to grips and understand yeah, what's and not, happening. And not be afraid. And, not, and, and, mm-hmm. and face it. Um, and that's a powerful thing. I mean, you, you're talking about someone that knows that they've got a timer and that, you know, and, and, and really with any of us, because we all do. We just some people know and some people don't. And I think that's another thing that really hit home on this. Another thing we want to mention, they another lesson was don't drive on acid. Well, yeah, uh, do not sure. do not drive. on Yes, acid. for sure. God, right. OK, well, so when are we I getting guess, into our stories? Right. Our I, stories I guess we'll stories. go. I guess we'll do uh, Jay's, Jay's uh, personal drug stories. Oh, our gosh. own have a good trip. Dark Side of the Stream next on 104.7 The Cave. What time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but you know, in your car. Jay Stevens, Mike the Intern, back in the studio, Dark Side of the Stream, discussing Have a Good Trip, the documentary on Netflix. And now we kind of decided in the last two segments to do our own Have a Good Trip story. So we're going to start with the man, the legend himself, Jay Stevens. Again, this is a, not a, hey, go try drugs. This is a disclaimer that we're not telling you to do this stuff. We're just sharing our own experiences, so do not sue us. Jay, yeah, please. And we were all young once and out of control. And Okay. I, once. <laughs> I have I have a lot of interesting stories, but the two funny ones that stand out the most is the high school I went to in Hawaii. Above the high school was a huge cow pasture. And so if it rained, which it rained a lot in Hawaii, you could go when the sun was coming up and you could pick mushrooms, magic mushrooms. So we would do this quite often. We were up there and we were picking them while we were eating. While we were while we were picking them, we were eating them. And so we start tripping while we're walking around. And this cow, this big cow, like looks at us 
and just chases us. So we climb a tree, and this cow, we're sitting up in this tree, it seemed like forever, and this cow is just down there just like hanging out. Who knows if he was really trying to kill us or not, but that was what we thought. Finally, we get down, and once again, don't drive when you're on this things. We're driving home, and I'm driving all my buddies in the back of the truck. I'm driving my truck, and the yellow lines in the road were coming up over the hood and shooting over the car and just focusing, just trying to get home. That was, and then, okay, other funny story number two, and then I'll be done. Uh, we used to go out to this beach in Hawaii, and it was like a private, secluded. You had to walk in for miles to get there. So we'd go out there, and everybody would take acid. And this is a high school thing to do. We'd bring little red flashlights and stuff and just trip out, and there was like a little pond and things. Well, I was standing by the fire, and I was already having a bad trip. I was seeing skulls in the sand everywhere uh. and feeling like something slicing my scalp. It was, it was, it was weird. But I, I was trying to shake it off, and I'm standing by this fire. All of a sudden, I feel a sting on my back. back. And I reach back, and I just feel raw meat. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got shot. I thought I got shot because I'm feeling raw meat. And my buddies all by the campfire were laughing. They were grilling some meat. And one of them whipped a piece of meat and it hit my back and it stung. But when I reached back there, it was stuck to me and I felt raw meat. I thought I was shot. <laughs> okay. There you go. That's great friends. All right. Well, uh, again, don't do drugs. We're going to talk about uh, my, I guess, uh, experiences. Just a few. Next, Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 hey, The Cave. It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. Like the intern, Jay Stevens, in the studio, it's Dark Side of the Stream discussing Have a Good Trip, the documentary on Netflix. We've, uh, you know, again, disclaimer, don't do drugs. And uh, if you do, be responsible. Don't don't be an idiot. And I think the documentary does a really well, good job of, yeah, it's, it's of showing that the potential that uh, some hallucinogens have. Um, the and only- it tells the stories of these celebrities, and it's kind of like, Make your own judgment if you think this would have been cool if it was you or not. You know, like the scenario that you're in. Because it's some crazy scenarios that you just happen to end up in sometimes, man. Yeah, and and they definitely do happen. I was under the impression early on in life that I wanted to get this stuff out of my system. I know myself very well. um, And so I felt like if I could get it out of my system early, then later in life when I was having to be adult, then I wouldn't have to worry about all this stuff creeping up on me. So fair, fair, fair. which kind of worked for and against me. I'm not saying that that's a good thing or a good standpoint to have, but it is the one I did. And that's just the life I've led. So I'll tell you two different stories and I've got plenty. Jay and I both could literally do (laughs) probably several months of this show where we just talk about our awful drug experiences. We're not going to do that. We're just going to do this one and hopefully we don't get sued. Um, My first experience when I was in high school, I was in drumline. And one night, uh, the night before we have a drum or no, it was a marching band competition. It was full marching band competition. And I believe broken era, Oklahoma outside of Tulsa. Um, one of the guys who, one of my best friends, uh, who was in drumline with me, um, a girl, I believe he was seeing, or maybe it was like a friend of hers. And then my girlfriend at the time, the four of us decided to drop acid in high school. And the night before this happens, we had a really good time up until about, three or four in the morning when it started to become clear to us that we were not going to be able to go to sleep (laughs) and that we had to be at the high school with our gear within like two hours. Okay. So at that point, the girls, because they didn't have to go, they went home. 
right? And then my buddy came to my house because they was like, we got to stick together, man. We got to stick oh together. Oh my gosh. Guess who could not find his band uniform? Of course. <laughs> I can't find it anywhere. So not only am I an LSD, <laughs> I hadn't slept at all. I have to show up to the high school uh, under the influence of LSD, go up to the band director and ask to borrow band uniform because oh, I can't find gosh. mine. And somehow, by the grace of God, he didn't know what was going on. I, I, I squeaked by that. And then we proceeded to get on a bus, still under the influence, go to Oklahoma, march a... Uh, a competition in the sun. It was so hot that day. I'll never forget. I'll never forget because I I remember feeling like when we finally got back on the bus after that whole experience was over, I collapsed like on the floor of the bus and passed out all the way back to Springfield. And I was just like, never again. But the the funny thing about that story is they t- we did we actually medaled at that we got a, we placed at that competition. I guess I don't remember how well we did, but I know we placed because they took a picture of the whole band and they show and they had that picture in the, the case outside the band room for a oh, long time. Man. And if you looked at me, I looked very bad, <laughs> but my buddy looked like he was dead, <laughs> completely white. I mean, just the look on our faces, we we're just like none. Uh, I mean, we marched competition under the, uh, it was awful. Okay, the other story, the year 2000. Remember the Y2K BS yes. and where the world's gonna end? Yes. So me and my friends were like, you know what we should do? Get a hotel room, have a party. So we invite a bunch of people to the, I guess it, it was a residence inn at the time, but it's not, I don't know if it is anymore, that big residence inn hotel by the mall. We get a room somehow. And we have kind of a party. There was probably about 10 to 20 people in this room, all underage, you know, whatever. Four of us got the bright idea. Hey, let's drop acid and not tell anyone. So that's what we did. So everyone's drinking, partying. We, everyone starts to kind of split. The people that are in the four of us group were kind of like, oh, this is getting a little too heavy for us. And then all of a sudden, the security guy that works there shows up. And we're all like, oh, <laughs> he comes in and goes, hey, I'm not trying to not trying to squash your party down. I'm just here to tell you, keep it down. The owners are on the property. I've got to do my job. But if you keep it down, I don't have to bother you. No big deal. And we're like, hell yeah, security yeah. guy. Awesome. He proceeds to stay in the room and drink with a bunch of high school kids. <laughs> so here's the thing. The four people under the influence of LSD could see that this was a bad deal. We all knew this is this guy. This isn't good. This this guy who's in his I mean, we were all late teens who's in his 30s, 40s, maybe 50s is partying with a bunch of minors. This isn't a good thing. We need to get the hell out of here. So the four of us got in a car and went out to the country and spent the next several hours out in the country by ourselves. Had a great time. I think we went into like a, a Dylan Dylan. Rest in peace, Dylan. I love that story. Went to a Dylan's, got a bunch of fruit, and just went out and watched the, the end of the world out in the middle of nowhere. Obviously, the world didn't end, so we go back to the hotel room. It's like 1 or 2 in the morning. And we had just missed what ended up happening when a bunch of high school kids party with the security guy. We walk in there. Three of the guys had just run out of the room, and we're like, what the hell is going on? One of the guys is laying on the ground like he just got punched in the face. Well, what happened was security guy stays in the room, gets drunk with all the high school kids, eventually realizes, oh my God, I'm going to get trouble. The owner's here, leaves. The owner finds him, sees him drunk, smells him, fires him on the spot. Guess what he does? He doesn't leave. He goes back to the room with all the kids partying. Oh he continues gosh. to party with us. I wasn't there again. I'd left. 
And then I guess someone had made a joke about him or something. I don't remember how it started, but the guy just flipped on this dude, jumped on our buddy, and then at the, which was a huge mistake because the guys in that room were going to kill this guy, and that's what they did. They went and chased the security guy off, beat his ass. Wow. We got back there just in time. Moral of the story here is the four people under the influence of LSD could see, see the what was wall. wrong yeah. when all the people that were drinking could not see wow. what was wrong. Again, yep. the disclaimer here is people don't do drugs, and if you do... Do them responsibly. Don't be an idiot. Don't drive. <laughs> Stay in your house. Again, don't do drugs. And please don't sue us. It's Dark Side of the Stream. I hope we still have a job after this with 104.7 The Cave.